So today, we're going to be talking about three steps to eliminate the fear of stuttering so that you can feel more relaxed and speak at ease, speak with more confidence. My name is Michael Williams, and you are here today probably because you, like many other people, struggle with this fear and you're tired of it. You struggle with constantly worrying about and being afraid whether or not you're going to get stuck, whether or not you're going to block, whether or not you're going to stutter. So what happens when you're constantly fearing and worrying is that you actually, in many cases, create the situation that you're fearing and worrying about in the first place. So in this case, we're talking about stuttering. So when you're constantly thinking about it and worrying about it, and when you're afraid of it, you can cause it to happen. Has that ever happened to you? Where you literally, because you were thinking about it, you caused it. So today, we're going to be doing a few things. Number one, I'm going to give you three steps, actually four, but three steps to eliminate the fear of stuttering. And in that, we're going to look at first, what are the sources? Where does it come from? What are the causes of this fear? Then we're going to look at what can life look like for you if you eliminate this fear? And then I'm going to give you the three steps. Okay, the three steps, actually four, the four steps that you can use to eliminate this fear of stutter. So first, let's talk about uh, what it feels like to have this fear. Some of you, many of you, if not most of you, have one or more of the fears that I'm about to mention, or you have one or more of the experiences that I'm about to mention, and that is going into, for example, a restaurant and being afraid of ordering the food that you want going into a Starbucks or going someplace to order coffee, and you're afraid of whether or not you're going to be able to give your name or order the kind of coffee that you want. Some of you worry about having to read aloud at work, in a workshop, in a conference, or in school. Some of you worry about making phone calls because you have to give your name, or you have to give your address or your phone number some other piece of information that you've historically struggled with. Some of you fear speaking up in meetings or being called on in meetings because you may not be able to pronounce or say some of the important words that you have to give. Some of you fear introducing yourself uh, because maybe you struggle again to say your name or you struggle to say the name of your company or you struggle to say your position or what you do. So we have all these kinds of fears. Now, imagine walking around with these kinds of fears and worrying about this stuff every single day. And this is what used to happen to me, especially in school. I would be fearful and afraid almost every day when I went to class. When I was in seminary, I actually had to do the uh, year of Greek and Hebrew. Right. We had to learn to read it, write it, and to a degree, speak it. I mean, we couldn't converse, most of us, but we did have to learn to read it, and we had to learn to translate it, and we had to learn to write it. And one of the things that we had to do in class, in both Greek and Hebrew, is we had to read aloud. So we're in this big class, right, about, I don't know, 30, 40 people, something like that. And we would go around the room, and each person had to read a line. Now. Mind you, reading was one of the things I hated the most. Loved speaking, loved presenting, but reading was the thing that I hated the most. And now, not only was I not reading English, but I had to read Hebrew or Greek. And so that was a very, very stressful situation. Also, uh, giving out my address. Never really had a problem saying my name, but had a problem saying my address, my phone number, all different kinds of things. And so um, I walked around worrying about this or being in a training for work. And they go around and say, okay, uh, why don't you start here and you read this paragraph and you read the next paragraph. So then some of you 
are probably smiling right now because you've done this. So then you start looking at the paragraph to see, okay, when is it going to be my turn to read? Then you start scanning it, trying to figure out, all right, are there any words in here that I'm going to have problems with? So you're sitting there basically not paying attention to what's going on because you're worrying about the fact that you're going to have to read. Okay. And I've talked to some of my clients and, you know, we have a good laugh about this, but some of them will act like they have a phone call or they'll act like they're coughing or they're not feeling well and they'll get up before it's time for them to read. Others will just skip it all together. So these are the things that happen when we fear, when we worry about stuttering. Now, those are just the immediate things. What are some other things that happen when people have this fear or worry of stuttering? We avoid opportunities. We avoid speaking situations. We avoid social speaking situations. So therefore, we may not go out with as many people as we would like to. We may not participate in conversations as much as we would like to. We may not tell stories or tell jokes. Um, and so it can negatively impact our social experiences and our relationships, right? What else can happen? Well, we may avoid opportunities at work, professional opportunities. Again, some people will skip meetings. They'll send an email or a text rather than pick up the phone call. Um, and so they'll avoid speaking situations. They'll avoid taking on higher positions that require greater speaking opportunities, right? That require them to speak more or speaking responsibilities. They will avoid uh, giving presentations. They'll avoid giving their feedback or thoughts about something in a meeting, even though their input could be extremely valuable and could set them up to be perceived as someone who's very sharp, someone who's very intelligent, someone who's promotable, someone who's a leader. So they'll avoid speaking up in meetings. They'll avoid taking leadership opportunities. The other thing that happens when we walk around and fear stuttering is we're simply unable to defend ourselves. So let's just say someone, and this, this happens to many of my clients, uh, that they are in a meeting and someone is accusing them of something or they are simply asking them to explain something. They need to explain themselves. And because they are worried about stuttering, they simply are not able to think as clearly as they would like. And therefore, they're not able to articulate their thoughts, their arguments as clearly and intelligently and persuasively as they would like. Does this make sense? So these are just some of the effects of fearing stuttering. We avoid things and therefore we don't maximize or fulfill our potential. So when we fear something and we avoid and we really take ourselves out of the game, then we end up not fulfilling our potential. Now, many of my clients are already successful. Many of my clients are doctors and they're engineers, they're attorneys, uh, they're teachers, they're working on their PhD or they have their PhD so they've, or they're business owners. So they're already successful to a high degree. However, they know that because of this fear, they've in many ways taken themselves out of the game and they're not participating to their fullest extent, right? They know that they can do more, that they can be more than what they already are, but they're not because of the fear of stuttering, right? They never know when it's going to happen. They never know when it might be embarrassing. And so they kind of avoid certain situations. So what are the sources? Where does this come from? Well, I'm sure there are lots and lots of sources, but let's narrow them down to basically three. One of them would be our past experiences, right? So when a person has had a negative experience of stuttering, blocking, getting stuck, or simply not being as articulate as they would like, maybe speaking too fast and people asking them, asking you to repeat yourself. Can't understand. Could you repeat that? Or they summarize what you say. Okay, so what you're saying is this, right? So when they have these negative past experiences, this can cause us to project, or in fact, our brain automatically does this. When we have a negative experience, 
And if it has some emotion attached to it, like embarrassment or something like that, then our brain automatically, when we have a new situation that's similar, our brain looks for patterns because then it has to use less energy when it has a pattern, right? When it has a habitual way of responding or acting or thinking, then it goes back in our past and it says, has this ever happened? Or has anything like this ever happened to us before? And if it says, if it sees, yes, yes, this has happened, then this can cause us to, to become fearful and to worry and to become anxious and more stressed. Okay, so past experiences. A second one can be our, let's just call this our sensory inputs, sensory inputs, or our environment, right? Environment or environmental inputs, okay? Environmental inputs. Now, I know you're probably saying, what, what in the world does that mean? So another source, another potential source of our fears can be the things that we see, the things that we hear or listen to, the conversations that we participate in, the things that we read, the things that we watch on TV or on our mobile devices. These can also be sources of fear. You know, we see something that makes us afraid. We see something that says, oh, wow, man, okay, that, I'm really afraid of that. Or we see, in fact, there's been times where people have told me that they've been watching TV and they'll hear someone say something or they'll see someone making a presentation. And so instantly they see that and that input says, oh, well, I can't do that. Or if I were doing that, I know I'd get stuck. I know I'd probably stutter, right? So the input, the things that they see, the things that they talk about, the things that they hear, the things that they listen to, right? And this third one ties them all three together. And this is what we think, right? What we think. So what we think about, what we think about our past experiences, that is how we interpret them and what we think about the inputs that are coming in through our senses, even our tastes and so forth, right? And smells, and mention that. But so the inputs that we have, it's what we think about them. So if we're watching something and we think, oh, I can't do that, that can cause us to become fearful. If we think about something that happened in the past in a certain way, oh, that happened the last time, so it'll probably happen this time, that can cause us to develop a fear, right? A persistent fear of stuttering. Does that make sense? So these are some of the sources. Now, this brings us to the three steps, right? This brings us to the three steps. So before we get to the three steps, I want you just to imagine Imagine what your life would be like if you were able to go into that store, go into that restaurant, and look at the menu and order the food that you wanted. What if you were able to go into the Starbucks or whatever coffee shop uh, you choose, and you didn't worry about going in there in the first place, and you went in, you just looked at yourself, okay, this is my favorite coffee. You ordered that coffee, and they said, okay, and what's your name? Just gave them your name, no problem. What if you could pick up the phone, make those phone calls? Someone says, okay, what's your address, sir? What's your phone? And boom, you just give them your numbers, no problem. What if you're sitting around, you're in your office or you're in a meeting and you have something to say and you just raise your hand and you speak up and you articulate your thoughts clearly and smoothly. People are there and you're nodding. And they're like, Man, you know, that's really good insight. That's very good input, right? What if you are able to give the presentations that you want where you're standing up, you're giving your presentation. I mean, just imagine this. And we're going to look at this again. Just imagine you're giving the presentation, looking in the people's eyes. They're nodding. You're not hiding behind the screen, the computer. It's not dark where they can't see you. They can see you. You can see them. You're out there. You're talking. You're presenting. They're nodding in agreement. When you're done, they clap. Great job. Thank you so much. That was amazing. Right. I'm going to tell you a story about one of my clients who this happened to. Um, but imagine if you can do that. Just imagine if that was you where you didn't have this fear anymore and you were out there and you were speaking, you were saying the things that you want to say. Imagine if that could happen to you. Well, the truth is that it can happen and it can happen a lot sooner than what you think. So the question is, how? How can you get to the place 
where you're not fearing stuttering. Now, in one of my emails, I actually said the fear of stuttering is worse than stuttering itself, right? So what do we mean by that? Why did I say that? What we mean is that because you are fearing it, in a very real sense, you're predicting it, right? You are causing it to happen. So you're creating the conditions for it to happen. And so it becomes actually worse than stuttering itself. So here's the thing that I want you to remember. I'm going to share with you uh, briefly three laws, and we're going to go a little deeper into one of the laws, and then I'll just mention the other two. But the other two we're going to cover in the Confident Speaker's Success System. I'm sure that you've heard about that, the Confident Speaker Success System. We go deeper into these laws. These laws are what govern basically everything in our life, everything that happens to you, all of your successes, all of the things that you achieve and many of the things that we don't achieve, these laws govern those events and those experiences. These laws are inviolable. That is, they are just like the law of gravity. They are natural laws. They often take a little longer for us to see the effects, but they are just as powerful, just as real, just as sure as the law of gravity, which means no matter where you are, who you are, or at what point in history you are existing, if you jump off of a five-story or 10-story building, you're going to fall, okay? It doesn't matter. Now, there may be some point in the future where someone can jump off and without parachute or anything, maybe they don't fall. But right now, as far as we know, if you jump off the building, you and I are gonna what? We're gonna fall. So therefore, we need to understand that these laws are just the same. If you violate them, or if you don't know about them, they're still going to work on you. So one of the laws that we want to look at today is the law of belief. And you've all heard this before, but this law of belief says that whatever you believe with feeling, with emotion, becomes your reality. Whatever you believe becomes your reality. So that means that you and I basically see what we believe, right? We filter out everything else, and we only see the things that we truly believe in. Now, often what people want is they want to, they'll only believe something when they see it. Okay, when I see it, or when I receive it, then I'll believe it. But the law works the other way around. We have to first see it. We have to see it before, or we have to believe it right first, and then we'll see it. It's the same thing in the Bible. It says, uh, if you believe, then you shall what? Then you'll receive. And so you receive it first. <laughs> you have to believe it first, right? And then you will receive it. So the law of belief says, whatever you believe with emotion, you'll receive. Now, how do we get to this law? What does this have to do with these three steps? Here's something that I'd like for you to remember. I believe this was said by Ralph Waldo Emerson. And I do want to kind of write this one down for you, and then we'll come back. Because this, this law, and what I'm about to say is the whole basis for these three steps and for basically everything else in any programs that I've ever done or that I will ever do uh, in any programs that anyone else does. That's how important this is. And it says... If you sow a thought, if you sow a thought, you will reap an action. If you sow a thought, you'll reap an action. All right? Then it goes on to say, if you sow an act, act, action, right? If you sow an act, you'll reap. a habit, right? If you sow an act, you'll reap a habit. And we'll, we'll break this down in just a moment. If you sow a habit, you'll reap a character, okay? And then if you sow a character, you reap a destiny. So let's break this down really quickly. 
because this is going to take us right into our three steps. Sowing a thought. What does it mean to sow a thought? That is, if you continue to think the same thing over and over, it eventually can prompt you to begin to act a certain way, right? It can also create a system, a mindset, right? A system of beliefs. So you keep thinking something over and over. It can prompt us, it can motivate us and move us to acting in certain ways. So sowing a thought, thinking a thought over and over can help develop our beliefs about who we are, about what we're capable of, about the world, about other people. Just by thinking the same thing over and over, we develop this mindset, we develop beliefs, and those beliefs, that mindset then, is what motivates us, is what prompts us to take certain actions or in life or inaction, right? When you sow and act over and over and over again, it creates a what? A habit, a pattern. You keep doing the same thing over and over again. It becomes a habit. And if you sow a habit, if you keep repeating the same habit over and over, it becomes your character. Your character is who you are when nobody's around. It's who you it's who you and I really are, right? So if we keep doing the same thing over and over again, and it's a habit, becomes who we are, kind of defines, it's reflective of who we are, okay? Now, if we continue being the same kind of person over and over, this ultimately determines our destiny. It determines the kind of goals that we achieve. It determines the people that we serve or don't serve. It determines the impact that we have, the influence, the persuasion that we have in life. It determines whether or not we ever fulfill our calling and our potential. It determines how much money you earn. It determines the quality of your life, the quality of your relationships, the quality of your service to humankind. Okay? It determines your destiny. But it all started where? It all started with a thought. It all started with a thought. So, no pun intended, S-O-W. <laughs> so, all comes back to the law of belief because if you believe something to be true, which started with a series of thoughts, then you will filter out everything else and what you believe to be true will become true for you, ultimately, eventually, sometimes sooner than later. And we see this all the time. Okay, so here's something that I discovered, and it's very profound as we move into the three steps, is that stuttering is, and I'm going to write this one down. So stuttering, believe this or not, is 100% mental. Now, in the past, I may have not said that. I may have said, well, for some people, it's maybe 20% mental. For other people, maybe it's 80 or 90% mental. But the truth is, it's 100% mental. Now, I know some people say, well, Michael, what about people that have had strokes? Isn't that physical? Isn't that pretty much 100% physical? Well, yes, it is. But here's the thing. In order for them, and this is why they have speech therapy for people that have strokes, in order for them to be able to recover their speech, there has to be a condition. There has to be a condition. So even for people where parts of the brain has been damaged, right, and it causes them to have a stutter, when they have therapy, something, there has to be a condition that's present before they can even engage in that therapy and be successful. What is that condition? Go ahead and type that in for me. Type that in for me, what you believe to be the condition that I'm talking about. I'm going to go ahead and talk about it, but I just want you to type in what you think. And so here it is. The condition must be that the person must, to some degree, believe that it's going to work, right? Because if they didn't believe it would work, even if they have just a small amount of faith, faith, belief, confidence, they just a small amount that, okay, this might work, they wouldn't even do it in the first place, right? So they have to have enough belief 
to take the first step to say, okay, this can work for me or this will work. And then they have to have enough belief to continue to persist and persevere throughout the therapy to make it work or else they'll quit. Right? They'll, they'll just quit. They'll say, as soon as they have a setback, oh, this isn't working, so let me just stop. Or this is a, this is a waste of my time, this is a waste of money, or that program's not going to work, so they quit. Okay, or this program's not working. So there has to be belief. And that's mental. That's mental. So even on the extreme side where there's been damage done, to in order to recover, there has to be a degree of belief which is 100% mental. For many people who struggle with their speech, stutter, block, speak too fast, stammer, whatever it is, it's still 100% mental, and it's even more so because what we find is that if they can believe, if you can believe that in fact you can become a confident speaker, a smooth speaker, a clear speaker, right? If you can believe that, then you will take the steps necessary to actually make that happen. Not only that, if you believe it, you'll also, you'll also, also, you'll also start to look for evidence. Now, this is important. I want you to watch this. I want you to catch this. You will look for evidence to support your belief. Now, think about that. So if you don't believe that it's possible, you'll filter out any evidence. Now, uh, I think Tom is on this webinar, and he's seen this, and I've seen this, and you've seen this. But we've worked with people who, even though they were making progress, they just didn't believe it was possible. So they filtered out any evidence. That is, even when they were starting to speak smoother, they filtered out that evidence, and they only looked at the fact that they were still stuttering or stammering sometimes and getting stuck. Right. So every time they got stuck, oh, boom, they filtered out the fact that they actually were making progress. Does this make sense? So it's important that you believe that it's possible and that you then look for evidence no matter how small it is often it will be very small very incremental you look for evidence that will support it and what then happens is you begin to build momentum you begin to develop confidence confidence wow I'm, one of the first things that often comes for my clients is they start building confidence. Oh, I feel more confident. And when they feel confident, guess what they do? They actually go out and they speak more. When they feel confident, they practice more. When they practice more and they go out and speak more and they look for evidence, they find the evidence and it builds their confidence, it, it builds their belief, it strengthens their faith and their belief, and then they start to speak better. Uh, in part, we can attribute this to the placebo effect. Have you heard of this? So if a person has a belief, a firm belief, that's backed by emotion and desire, they can often make physical, physiological changes in their body. Our brain, which is where everything happens in the first place, can actually begin to make physiological changes in the rest of our body, in our brain and in the rest of our body, simply because we believe something to be true. And that doesn't mean that just because you believe you're not sick, that you won't be sick, or that you don't need to take medicine or an operation. But the fact is, there have been so many cases, documented cases of someone believing that they were feeling better, that they were getting better, and they did. And there have been cases of people believing that they were sick and were going to die, and actually did get sick or stayed sick and died simply because their belief, and there was nothing originally wrong with them. So our beliefs are extremely powerful, all right? So it's 100% mental, which means that the three steps, four steps that we're gonna look at have to be focused on our thoughts and on our beliefs. So we're talking about four steps here, and I wanna give you these steps so that you can remember them quite easily. So the first one is you see it, the second one is you say it, and the third one is you hear it or listen to it is more accurate. And the 
fourth one is you do it. Now, the fourth one can also be a result. So what, what are we talking about when we say it? All right, so here, here are the steps. Here are the steps. If you want to eliminate the fear, you understand the source, the sources, your previous experiences, the things that we take in through our senses, what we read, what we watch, what we listen to, what we say, and what we think. It's all of those things, right? What we think. Then these steps, some way, have to change that. It has to reframe things that's happened to us in the past so that we look at it differently. It has to change the things that we listen to, the things that we say, the things that we think, our mindset has to change the things that we do, right? Has to change the way that we imagine our self-image, right? Our self-concept, our identity has to change the way we see ourselves. These steps have to include those because if we look at the source, at least these are just two or three of the sources of this fear, in order to address it, we have to address it this way. So let's talk about see it, first step. First step is, I want you to take some time to just imagine yourself. Just do this for one minute a day. You can do three minutes a day, once in the morning, afternoon, and evening if you want, but at least one minute a day. And just picture yourself, picture yourself speaking up in a meeting, ordering coffee, making a presentation. So let's just go with making a presentation. So you picture yourself making that presentation and people nodding and smiling and then applauding, right? Picture that and experience it. Feel like, see it in your mind. See you standing there, you're speaking calmly, smoothly. People are engaged, you're looking in their eyes, they're nodding, and then they clap. Now, I told you I was gonna tell you a story about one of my clients, really quick story. So uh, she made a presentation, I believe it was maybe a week ago or so. And here's what she said, almost verbatim. I thought I was in a dream. She said, I thought I was in the I thought I was dreaming. It's like I was standing outside of myself looking and saying, I can't believe that that is you, that that was you, right? or that this is you. She couldn't believe how well she was speaking. Now, her income is, was nowhere near where it could be because she was avoiding presentations. She makes her money from sales. She was avoiding making presentations because of her speech. Now she's out embracing them, setting them up, and speaking in such a way that she couldn't believe that it was her. So you want to picture yourself making a presentation, people clapping, wow, it's a great job, ordering that coffee, yes, I'm, I'm going to take the cafe mocha grande, please, right? Whatever it is that you want, see yourself doing it. Do that at least one minute a day. I mean, you can do it as long as you want, three minutes, five minutes, whatever. But continue to picture yourself being successful or having uh, confident and smooth speaking experiences. Number two, I want you to say this. For example, I want you to say something like, I'm an amazing speaker. I'm an awesome speaker. People love to speak with me. I enjoy speaking. I speak with ease, right? I want you to say this to yourself, not just for one minute, but all throughout the day. We call this self-talk, inner dialogue, whatever you want to call it. Say to yourself, I'm an amazing speaker. I'm an awesome speaker. People love to speak with me. I really enjoy speaking. I enjoy conversing with people. I enjoy making presentations. I enjoy speaking up in meetings. Say that to yourself over and over. Because if you continue to say it and you continue to see it in your mind, eventually you start to believe it, which means you actually start to look for evidence and evidence builds confidence. When you find, when you have evidence to support something, then you feel more confident. And all these words are related. They're very similar roots. Faith, belief, trust, confidence, evidence, right? Evidence supports it. So you start looking for and finding and seeing the evidence which supports your belief that I am becoming an amazing speaker. And then you actually feel more confident, which starts the cycle. I call it the confidence competence cycle. Okay, so now you say it. Uh, you hear it. So here's something that some of you know, some of you don't know. First of all, I wouldn't be the person I am today 
if it weren't for audio listening. I wouldn't be here. And therefore, the tens of thousands of people that I've helped wouldn't have been helped. The thousands of people, thousands and thousands of people that I've helped through coaching and my courses would never have been helped. And that's, we're not even looking at all the lives that they've touched, right? all the things that they've done. So I wouldn't be the person that I am now, which means I wouldn't be here doing this now if it weren't for the things that I listen to, specifically, not video watching, not even books, audio listening. So I have a whole library of audio books from Audible. And before that, I used to have um, CDs or MP3s, MP3s and CDs and then cassettes, right? Way back cassettes. So I've been doing this for two and a half decades, listening to audio. My wife will tell you, I used to have big audio programs in my car that I was listening to all the time. And that's the reason that's the reason that I'm here now. So what you listen to will impact you almost as much, if not more, than anything else. It will impact what you think. It will impact your actions. It will impact your habits. It will impact your character. It will impact your destiny. It will impact your beliefs, right, which impacts all the rest of those things. So you need to listen to things that's going to be positive, it's going to be encouraging, inspirational, and instructive, right, to help you become a more confident speaker, a confident person. And finally, you have to get out and do some things differently. And this is where, where we talk about modeling. Modeling is simply, it's, a, it's called observation learning. It's a blueprint. It's a blueprint that helps you, that says, hey, this is what it looks like, this is what it sounds like, copy this. So what you do is you adopt the blueprint and then you adapt it, right? Virtually every successful person has adopted, they've modeled someone, whether it's their teacher, they've modeled someone, even if it's a math whiz, that person had a teacher, had someone that inspired them, someone that they just looked at, someone that taught them, they, okay, well, so this is how I do it, right? They modeled. So they modeled them, they adopted, and then they adapted, right? You don't have to stay doing it exactly like your model. You adapt it. So you do it. Some things that you have to do differently, okay? Otherwise, it doesn't work. We never really overcome this fear. Now, I know some of you are saying, well, Michael, sure, uh, this is great that you say we have to listen to stuff and there's things we have to do stuff modeling. Um, we have to say things, affirmations, and self-talk. We have to be able to visualize and actually see ourselves. But where can I get the content? Like, how do I know what to imagine? How do I know what to say to myself on a daily basis? How do I know where can I find what to listen to? Um, how do I know what to do? And that is where, that is where what we call the confident speaker's success system comes in. So in the confident success, the confident speaker success system, it is designed to do one thing, is to help you become a what? A confident speaker, right? One thing, one thing only. And we know already that becoming a confident speaker, becoming a smooth speaker, a clear speaker, becoming more relaxed, becoming calm, becoming an excellent speaker, an amazing speaker, is 100% what? Mental. It's 100% mental. Yes, there are some physical things that you will need to do to optimize your speech, to improve your speech, to smooth your speech, but it all starts with the thought. It all starts with the mind. So this system, this program, this training program, lasts for six weeks. Six weeks. Now, Myra's going to go ahead and post a couple of links for you. Uh, the first link she's going to post is a link to give you information on the system. It's all laid out. Everything is there. There's six weeks. And here's how this works. The six weeks are designed to walk you through the confident speaker's mindset. So remember, you've hopefully been getting the emails or the videos on the five deadly stuttering mindsets. These are the mindsets that have been holding you back. Literally, 
keeping you as a mental prisoner, right? Holding you captive, keeping you from doing the things that you want to do, being the person you want to be. It's these five deadly stuttering mindsets. Giving you a lower and lesser quality of life, messing up some of your your social relationships, um, not helping you move forward in your careers. In some cases, causing you to earn less, causing you to walk around feeling stressed and worried constantly. Right, the five deadly stuttering mindsets. So this system is designed to give you what we call the five confident. Speakers' mindsets, right? So each week, we're going to go through a confident speaker's mindset. You're going to have an exercise, a worksheet to do each week. So that's one thing. A second thing that we're going to do is we're going to talk about the blueprint for confident speech modeling, right? And you're actually going to be practicing. I'm going to give you an exercise to practice every day, every week, so that. You can change the way that you speak. Give you a blueprint so that you actually begin to change the way you speak and see evidence. Wow, I can speak smoother. Here's the evidence. Oh, I'm feeling more confident. Oh, I'm feeling more confident. That's causing me to go out and speak more. And oh, because I'm speaking more, I'm actually starting to improve my speech. I'm starting to believe this is possible. And because I believe it, right, I'm starting to see it. Then it becomes your what your reality. So six weeks, we're going to go through confident speakers' mindsets. You're going to go through a different aspect of modeling. You're going to be practicing modeling every week. So this isn't just all mental stuff. There's physical. So if you're watching this and you speak too fast, if you're watching this and you don't speak clearly, if you're watching this and you stutter or stammer, this is going to address that. What else are you going to get? Well. You're also going to get my triple A formula, right, for powerful persuasive speech, and in that, we're going to be addressing three things. Triple A. Number one, we're going to be addressing authority. How can you speak with and become a person of authority? That means you don't have to have an official position of authority in your office, in your company, in your community. But you can become a person of authority, so that when people look at you, they say there's something different. There's an aura about you. When you speak, people will listen because you're speaking with authority. What does that mean? What does that look like? How can you do it? That's what we're going to cover in the Confident Speaker Success System: how you can become a person of authority and speak with authority. We're also going to look at Authenticity, authenticity. How you can be true to yourself. How you can become the person that you really want to be. How you can be truly you. Now, what do I mean by this? Well, you've seen people, you've seen them speaking, you've interacted with people who are just—and this is the way I like to look at—they're just a little shady, right? What you see isn't quite what you get. There's something like they talk about people behind their back. Now, they would probably all do this, but this is part of their character. They talk about people. They stab people in the back. Just a little shady. What you see is not really what you get. So, what we want is that when and people can pick this up when you're speaking. You and I send out a vibe, like a very real vibe. It's called vibration. But we there are vibes that people send out. And people can pick up those vibes, and they can say, "Oh, there's something about that person." Maybe they can't put their finger on it. It's their intuition, right? Something about that person not quite right, and so therefore you don't you don't establish the credibility and the trust and the confidence. You're not able to be as influential and persuasive as you can be because of that vibe. So we want you to be authentic, to be you, so that when the person sees you, they're getting what they see. They're seeing what they get. Okay. The next one. Is accuracy, accuracy. So here we're talking about when you speak, people are going to listen because you've done your homework. Have you ever heard people speak and they're giving out statistics and they're just totally wrong? They just make them up, they grab them out of the air, or they just say things that's just not accurate. It's just not true. So in order for you to be persuasive, to be influential, you want to be as accurate as you possibly can. 
as accurate as you possibly can. So you're going to do your research, do your work. You're going to say stuff you truly believe, and you've kind of done the research, truly believe that this is as accurate as it possibly can be. Then you'll be able to build trust. You'll be able to be more persuasive, more influential. Does that make sense? So we're going to be going through these, right? Spend a couple of weeks, sometimes uh, maybe a few weeks on this one, a couple of weeks here and a week here on each of these. And more than likely, I'll be going through these. And something else that you'll be getting in these six weeks is we're going to be spending 50, 55 minutes together, almost 60, but 50, 55, every single week for six weeks in this kind of a format. So it's a webinar format, and you'll be able to interact with me, ask me questions, share comments with each other and with me. Every single week, we'll be going through uh, one of these, some of these, and also other parts of the program. Whatever we need to go through, we'll go through it in that week, but it'll be very structured. Um, so it's your time to ask questions, to get your questions answered. And it's also your time to learn and to be inspired and to stay accountable and consistent. One of the major reasons that many people don't improve their speech isn't because, um, isn't because the information isn't there or they can't do it. It's just inconsistency, a lack of accountability. Sometimes, this is another big one, it's because people become discouraged. They become discouraged. So this is going to keep you encouraged and keep you accountable because you're going to be with me for six weeks. All right. What else are you going to get? How is this delivered? I'm going to tell you how it's delivered, and I'm going to tell you a couple of bonuses that you're going to get. It's delivered in a beautiful mobile application. Some of you have already gotten inside of it because I've given you access to the five deadly stuttering mindsets for free. Now, that access may be going away soon. Okay. So, uh, but this program is an audio only program, and it will be delivered in this audio program that you can download on your Android or your iPhone, and you can listen to it whenever you want. You can listen to it online or stream it, or you can listen to it offline. You can save it to your device within the app. You can also make comments on individual sessions. Hey, I really like this session. Here's, here's a reflection. Here's what I found. You can leave comments within the app on those sessions. You're going to get an email from me every week. Week one, here's what to do. Right? You'll see that in the email, and you'll see in the description and action, here's what to do. Here's, here's an exercise. You'll get a link to a workshop, to a worksheet that you'll need to complete each and every week to help you take the information, the training that you're learning, and put it into practice. Okay. This is, these are all the things. You know. This information that's contained in the system is new. It's not in any of, it's not in my basic course. In order to find some of it, not all of it, you can find me talking about some of it. You'd have to go through my hundreds, several hundred YouTube videos. You'd have to go through all of my Udemy courses, right? To find some of the information, you have to go through all the courses that I don't have on there, right? So I've got thousands of videos. In order for you to get this information, you have to go through all of that. And you're not even going to get all of that in audio format in one place that's been updated right now. So this is a brand new program. I'm still in the process of recording it, so you can't get it. And it's delivered in a way so you can listen to it whenever you want. And you can listen to it wherever you want, okay, on your mobile device. Now, here are a couple of bonuses that you're going to get. I, you will be getting uh, four to five confidence-boosting sessions. So I am creating short audios to help boost your confidence for meetings for presentations, for interviews, for conversations, and then we'll have one general. These are, these are specifically designed. They're designed to do one thing, boost your confidence to encourage you and inspire you for meetings, for presentations, for conversations, for interviews, and then a general. That's a bonus. You're not even going to find it on the website. I'm going to put it on there, but it's a bonus. You're going to get that. Uh, you're also going to get an audio version of my basic course, right? It's a, it's a version of the basic course. I've cut out all the fat 
and given you just the stuff that you need, the most important stuff that you're going to be able to access in the app so that you can listen to it from anywhere. Just putting the finishing touches on it, that's also a bonus. That's going to be included. Now, I know you're wondering, Myra's now going to put a special link. It's going to put a special link, and you've already been sent an email about 10 minutes ago, 10 or 15 minutes ago, you've been sent an email that has a very, very special link that expires in 24 hours. So if you're watching this on YouTube, you're watching this now, you end up watching this sometime between the day and tomorrow, and it gets a very special webinar, fast action discount. Now the regular price, the, this course will ultimately go to $9.97 eventually. I took a very similar course, not for confidence, but for business. And I thought it was going to cost me a couple thousand dollars. It was $9.97. I'm telling you, my credit card almost flew out of my pocket. I was like, oh, this is amazing. I got to get this at $9.97. Well, right now, this course is $6.97 if you sign up basically after Friday, Sunday, I mean, Saturday or Sunday, just before the course starts. If you sign up, it's going to cost you $6.97. If you sign up between now and I believe it's Friday, it's $5.97. Still less than that, $300, $400 less than that. However, if you register today or within 24 hours, don't wait. Because if you wait, you're going to talk yourself out of it, right? If, you're, if you've been following me, you already know this works, okay? Um, you know this stuff works. You're familiar with Pro90D. You're familiar with me. You know the science behind this. You know this is going to work. Sign up now. Because you'll say, oh, man, I can, okay, let me just go see if I can find. I've seen this happen. It's just happened. I've seen people, let me just go see if I can find get free stuff and let me try it. And, and they'll do that and it'll work for a little while and then they're right back where they start, right back where they start. Why? Because they didn't do the whole thing. There was no consistency. There was no feedback. So what we're doing in this program is it's structured. It's, it's a system. You're going to get the whole thing. You're going to be spending almost an hour with me every week to keep you encouraged, to give you some feedback, to answer your question. You're going to get it in this mobile application so it's easy for you to listen to whenever and wherever you want. So do this now because the longer you wait, the more likely it is that you'll talk yourself out of it and end up right back here again in a month or a year, having lost all those opportunities, having been being frustrated, worrying, and all of that. Trust me, I've seen I've been doing this for 10 years, seven years coaching straight full-time, but 10 years. I've seen, seen it all. I've had people who've been on my list for a decade, for years. So I wish I had done this sooner. Wish I had done. Do you think they spent $3,000, $5,000? Do, do you think they spent $200? Of course they have, right? Of course they have. So here's what you're going to get if you take advantage. Right now, no more than 24 hours, $497. 497. So $500 off of that, $100 off of that, $200 off of that. 24 hours. Myra's going to post the link. It's a special link. So if you go, the first link that she posted is for you to learn more about the program. The second link is the discount link. Okay, so you're not going to see the discount on that page. You're only going to see the 597 and the 697 on the information page. So you have the discounted link right now and it's set to expire in 24 hours. I've also emailed all of you that registered, registered for the webinar. If you're just watching this on YouTube, you didn't get that email. And what I'll do if you're watching this on YouTube is I'll actually put that discount link. As soon as this video is finished converting, I'll put it in the description for you. I'll put it in there for you, but remember, it's going to expire in 24 hours. So here's what I want you to think about as we wrap up. Um, and then I'll, I'll take some questions. 
if you've been worrying about stuttering and that's been screwing up your life and it's been causing you to be anxious and stressed and it's been causing you to avoid situations, you know that the quality of your life is lesser and lower than what it should be. You know, you're maybe you're not earning what you like or maybe you're just not as happy as you want to be because of your speech and you believe that this can help you then I want you to take action now. This is the most intelligent choice you can make at this time. It's the fastest and the easiest way for you to build confidence, to become a more confident person, become a more confident speaker, so that you can finally be free to say what you want to say, when you want to say it, the way that you want to say it, right? So if you've been feeling like that you've been held prisoner, like captive, by this stuttering mindset, even if you don't stutter, there's a mindset there that's been holding you captive. Even if you've taken programs before and you feel like you've taken a couple steps forward, then all of a sudden you have a setback and you're right back because it's, it's the mindset, right? You, you've seen yourself improve your speech and all of a sudden you start sliding back. It's the mindset. Got to deal with the mindset. So it doesn't matter what program you take, always have to deal with the mindset. So therefore, you want to take advantage of this now. It's intelligent. It's the fastest. It's the easiest way for you to become a confident speaker. And that's the goal of this program. And I've been doing this long enough, done the research, worked with so many people that what you're getting here is absolute gold or platinum, whatever you want to call it. And it absolutely works. You just have to believe it and you have to do it, right? You got to believe it and do it. So, Click that link. Don't wait. Don't put it off. If you have the money, click the link. You're going to get the very best price right now at $497. Remember, this closes. The doors to the class closes on Sunday. If you wait until sometime tomorrow, after tomorrow, you'll pay $597. Still a great price. If you wait till sometime this weekend, you'll pay $697. Still an amazing price. My coaching starts at $2,000. This is still an amazing price. If you wait until after Sunday, the doors will be closed until we open them up again for another course. Okay, so no need to wait. Take advantage of it now. All right, I'm going to answer some questions. Get in here and answer some questions. All right, so I think Myra already provided a link to the five deadly mindsets. If not, Karen... Uh, you can find them on YouTube. Go on YouTube, type in uh, Pro90D, Five Deadly Stuttering Mindsets, and you'll find it there. Okay? All right, let's see what else we have. Can I get this webinar after one year after I have the money? Um, all right, so the webinar, well, this is the webinar. And of course, this webinar will, will be provided to you for free, right? The webinar. The course is very different, and I can't tell you how much the course will cost, but I hope that we're continuing, that we will be continuing to run the course. Chances are it will cost a little more, right? So will you be able to come back after a year and take the course? More than likely, yes, right? Um, how much will it cost? I don't know. Okay, so I hope that I answered that question. Yes, yes, you can, but I don't know how much it will cost. All right. Um, I mean, can you get the common speakers program after a year now? After, after, yeah, okay. So that's the same question. So yes, you can get the program after a year. All right. Don't think there's any other questions. Thank you guys so much for watching this. I hope that this has been helpful. Three steps. Let's just take a quick look. Three steps, four steps. See it, say it, listen to it, do it. See it, picture it in your mind, do this every day. Often when people are worrying and they're anxious, they're doing it in the negative. You do it anyway. Now you're going to control what you're seeing. Say it, right? Affirm, self-talk, amazing speaker, excellent speaker. Do this all throughout the day. Listen to it. I still listen to audios every single day. Listen to it. The confident speaker success system will 
give you the audios to listen to. Okay, do it. Change. You got to practice speaking in a different way. If you speak the same way, you're going to get the same results, right? Got to practice speaking in somewhat of a different way, so that you see the evidence that you can do it, and the evidence is then converted into confidence, which is then converted into competence. Improves your speech. Those are the four steps. When you do those things, what you do is you、uh, gradually, sometimes quickly, but definitely gradually, you begin to eliminate this fear of stuttering because of its source. You're getting to it at the source. Okay. Hope that that was helpful. Look forward to seeing you all, or those of you who this is a good fit for, inside the Confident Speaker Success System. It's a good fit for you if you're intelligent, you're professional, or you're professionally minded. And you want to be able to articulate your thoughts clearly, confidently, smoothly. You want to be able to move forward in your career to earn what you're worth. You want to be able to participate in social situations. You want to feel happier. You want to feel freer. This is for you. Take advantage of it now. We'll see you soon.